Hello and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, proudly presented by Roast House Pub, where elevated culinary creations meet a fresh, evolving craft beer selection, making it one of Frederick's unique dining destinations. Hey everyone, I'm your host Chris Sands. Today I am sitting outside of Saints Row Brewing's brand new location. Uh, they opened... Was it officially, or are you still under soft opening? So we officially opened on Friday, so um, kind of super short notice within like a couple hours. Surprise, guys, we're open. <laughs> Essentially. Um, and that is our good friend, Tony Prebula, the found, one of the founders yep. of Saints Row Brewing. Thanks for having me, Chris. You're welcome. Well, I mean, I know that was the having you on was the only way I could get an invite to come down <laughs> and check the place out. I wasn't... Uh, important enough to get uh-huh. to come to any of the soft openings right <laughs> so I just got to look at pictures of people posting enjoying themselves right and well most of the people who took pictures weren't invited anyway either uh, <laughs> yeah it was just supposed to be family and friends oh yeah. so sorry no people offense. just <laughs> I'll, I'll let mac know that you're not a there you not go a friend <laughs> so we actually we we have quite a lot to talk about you've got a lot going on now yeah. Um, so let's first talk about the f- new location that we're yeah. sitting outside at because uh, Tony was nice enough to invite me down to record a podcast while there you might hear it in the background while there's construction being done still inside. Yeah. So, but that was it. Would, it turned out great because it's beautiful out today, and we're sitting out under the in our patio pergola seated shaded area, yeah. and we got the faux grass going and all that. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, you know, thanks for coming out here. Uh, we, you know, used to be in Rockville, Maryland. Uh, we've since moved just further north in Old Town, Galesburg, which is actually, honestly, in my backyard. This is where I grew up. Uh, I went to high school right up the street. And as many of you will know who have listened to our podcast before with Chris, um, I'm raising my family right down the street here. So that was one of the big things that was important for us to open the brewery kind of close to home and all that. So now we are literally half a mile down the road. Um, especially with gas prices being the way they are. I'm biking here, walking here, <laughs> no more driving and all that. Yeah, I was going to say, um, why did you drive to here? Yeah. I, have, I have to pick up some kegs later. Okay, yeah. that's acceptable then. <laughs> I'm not quite that strong. Can't <laughs> hike them up like a turtle. But anyway, um, yes, yeah, so we're here in Old Town yeah, they now. They do sell cargo bites. That's true. Or you can get a trailer. That's, that's a fair point. And well, I mean, War Dock is not that far away. <laughs> true. <laughs> I'll look into that. Um, yeah, we, we're here, man. It's, it's great. The new spot is, is some of our people came by earlier, like last weekend. Uh, it kind of keeps the same vibe from the old spot. So it's very kind of, you know, friendly. It's warm. It's welcoming. It's, it's our family meets your family. Um, but we, the brewery itself and our location has kind of really grown with us and matured. Um, it's much less of a hole in the wall than our old spot was. <laughs> it, it has, I, you know, I don't, I wouldn't have cu- I would, I don't think I would accuse this place of being a hole in the wall at all. No, we I don't definitely think, yeah. left a hole in the wall. Right, and that's this exactly is. what it is. So I think like we still keep that really kind of fun, warm, welcoming kind of chill vibe, but it's 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 nicer now. Yeah, it, it's like yeah. professionally uh, put together. Yeah, really. I mean, <laughs> it, and it really is, as opposed to you know, Lacey and I just you know deciding to get together and spend weekends painting and doing other random stuff to take care of our old spot. Uh, you know, we had a architect come out through here and. We had it designed, we went through a couple, you know, stages of design process and have contractors doing up all the work that we 
we could probably just try to do ourselves, but it wouldn't look as good, right? So, it's, I mean, uh, when yeah. you walk in and you look at the bar and just look around the place in general, you think that a professional person runs this place, <laughs> and then think. Tony comes <laughs> out, and then you're like, no, nah, never mind. And my and goofy looking hair, and you know, carrying a kid or something like that. But yeah, it's it's fun. We're really excited. The staff is, you know, we've been closed. We closed our Rockville location on April 16th, so we've been closed for uh, a little over a month. Um, we thought it was going to be about two weeks. We were going to be shut down and transition, but it turned into a month. Um, like, did you truly think it was only going to be that long? I really, like, truly oh. did think, yeah. I really did think it was going to be two weeks because, we, you know, we've been starting construction on in the Old Town spot. We signed a lease in September, and we started construction back in February. Um, and most most of the stuff that we've had done all happened within the last like two or three weeks yeah it's weird like every construction project seems to be like that where nothing looks like it's been done nothing looks like it's been done and right. then like you walk in the next day and it's finished well damn there you go yeah <laughs> and that's essentially what happened here there have been some things some setbacks you know the garage door that we ordered is still not here we ordered it back in november or whatever so we're getting, getting one of all fans. glass oh. yeah we're getting an all glass door so uh but it, we're just waiting for that to show up and they say june so we'll see We'll see. That definitely will be a lot nicer. Yeah, especially like in, at night whenever we have the lights out here and you have the lights inside and you get the natural light coming in. And, like, the bar has all the nice, like, really, like, well-done millwork, the nice finishes there. And just it feels warm and inviting. And I think having the all-glass door is really going to bring this bring this space together. This um, location is easier to get in and out of, too. That, too. It's <laughs> not like it was hard to get in and out of your old one, but for some reason... I think 50% of the times I was there, I saw a wreck. Oh, yeah. Good old Goody Drive. <laughs> Good old Goody. Who knows? I mean, imagine how many times we saw wrecks. Oh, well, I'm, sh- like, yeah. I'm sure. It became a betting game with our bartenders. Or that or betting on the uh, the peewee, um, whatever, baseball games across the street. <laughs> oh, that's right. There was, well, yeah. yeah, you don't get that anymore. No, we unfortunately, we don't. But that's okay because it's still a nicer spot, so I'm excited about it. Um so the building um, itself is a huge upgrade. Yeah. Um, but you also upgraded all of your equipment. Mm-hmm. What uh, What did you come from? To, yeah. And what did you What are you at now? Yeah. So the first time you and I had a podcast, we were brewing on one and a half barrel system at a time, uh, which seems like forever ago. Then we upgraded to a three and a half barrel system. And we are now almost well, doubled your capacity. We almost doubled our capacity. We now are well. Once it's all all the construction is done and the boilers <laughs> all connected and we're ready to go, our new brew house is going to be a seven to eight barrel system, depending on you know how big of a mash we're doing, yeah. how big of, yeah. So seven to eight barrels. We actually so sitting out here, you could you could see the building we we're in is actually it was the old Brawling Bear um, location they had in planning here. Um, did so they ever open or it never? No, they did not, as far as I understood. Uh, they were using this building as kind of a storage place for all okay. their cans that were going into distribution. So instead of contract brewing and then storing all your product at the brewery, they, they brought it here. Um, there is the, the giant walk-in, which we didn't purchase. Brawling Bear left that. Okay. So the big walk-in, which is another big upgrade for us, it's huge, um, was part of the original building whenever we took over this lease. Um, we purchased... The brew house and boiler and some other equipment from Brawling Bear, which originally came from Big Ugly Brewing. So our brew house, it's a nice copper-clad brew house. Whenever you show up here, you, you could see it from the bar. You know, you can look into production. 
it looks really nice. It's really shiny. It's got great color to it. So that's that's a new piece of equipment for us, as is um, we have some fooders, so some oak aging that we will be doing. We'll have some clean fooders, and we're going to be adding a wild ale one, um, you know, down the, down the road a little bit. And then just everything is, is getting bigger. You know, we're switching out all of our old fermentation tanks. We're doubling our fermentation capacity, so we're going to be switching all of those out. Um, in the next month or two. Okay. Yeah. What is so? What here is here now? That that's what you had at the, yeah, at your old location. Yeah. So essentially, all the fermentation space we have right now is our old ferment, you okay. know, our old cellar. Uh, a single brew will fill two of those. So what we'll do is we'll be doing uh, a single single batch, and then we'll just like change the yeasts on you know batch one to batch two, so we can get one, one brew done and two different beers, right? Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's the plan. The or first adju- doing an adjunct, you could right, adjunct exactly. them differently. And exactly. We could do hype bros and then hype bros with one other thing or something like yeah. that. Exactly. So that's what we have right now. We're, we have space for additional tanks and whatnot. Um, but the, the big plan is going to be to just start swapping out our old tanks for the bigger ones. And, yeah. What size are you going to go with? We're going to go with sevens. Okay. Yeah. There, we do have space for 15s, um, but I, I'd rather just rather go with sevens and just brew different brands as opposed to just getting a lot of one brand and okay. things like that yeah um how many fermenters are you gonna ha- are you able to fit in there we have space for eight okay uh, i think it's we only have six amount. yeah so we only have six in, in place right now we have space for eight um and if we really wanted to and get creative we could probably add two more as well um but we we would we'd love to be able to keep the cellar the way it looks right now because you can actually see everything in production from the bar so if we're packaging that day or if we're brewing that day or whatever it is we're doing, I want to make sure that we kind of keep that so people can kind of see what's going on. Um, and also, like, we have every Wednesday is a is brewer happy hour. So I'm there every Wednesday. So I'll be brewing later in the day so I can see people and answer questions. And then we're going to be giving tours every Sundays now, too. So I want to make sure you could see everything that's going on and have that experience. Are those the days that are worse for business? Sunday, uh, not when, no, no, Wednesday. the Brewer's Happy Hour. Oh, uh, like Brewer's Happy Hour. here. Is that <laughs> you know, oddly enough, it's not. <laughs> huh, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. You would think so, right? <laughs> you would think. Well, you know, it, you know, it's really good for business, um, the, like, the hour after I leave. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah, so people are like, <laughs> oh, so, you know, Tony's still there. It's 5.30. Let's wait another 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, how many taps do you have here? Yeah, so we have 16 taps. Uh, of those 16, we plan to keep 13 as our brand. Uh, we also have uh, Old Westminster Winery on tap right now. We have Supreme Core Pound of Gold Cider, and then we're going to figure out what to do with that third third tap. We want to have you know gluten free options, or even whether it be sparkling water or something like that for for the you know DDs and all that. CBD water. Oh, yeah, there you go. I'm serious. Well, I'll have to look. That's going to be one of the next big things. You think so? I, I think, think so. You heard it here first, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, I think a lot of people have said that, but yeah. I think that will be. Um, I think that's something that is going to catch on more yeah you know we've thought of doing hop water I, I think i even talked to you about that once doing like just hop water for staff and whatnot i don't so, yeah. th- uh, that's you don't think people are into that i feel like people were into it briefly for the novelty mm. and then because it's so expensive mm. it, it's not cheap yeah. um like i'm thinking of the what is it the hop tea stuff is that the, right that's the name of the company i right? think hop so yeah tea. hoop tea um, hop tea no, hoop tea was the um, the that was alcoholic. Oh, okay. That was the place on the shore that sold the Anheuser Busch. Gotcha, for gotcha. Probably a lot of money, and that's why uh, <laughs> Backshore doesn't exist anymore. No, but um, um, and they're super. It's like three dollars a can. Dang man. And like they're good, but 
I don't know. Like, I don't think there's three dollars a can good. It's just which are the ones that some are non tea with hops. That's what, okay, that's what. Them. Yeah, it's hop tea. Yeah, I've had them, but you know, we'll we'll see. I've I've had hopped water, so I think it's a different thing than hopped tea. Yeah, I don't well, like tea to begin with. So <laughs> I'm get. I mean, I guess if you're making it yourself and you're just serving it here, you won't need to right. make it as expensive. True, but yeah. I really think just carbonated water with CBD added to it, so okay. it's like CBD seltzer. Oh, there you go. Something to look into. I don't know what what sort of, you know, formulas I need to submit for approval and all sorts of crazy stuff. Well, there like can't that. be alcohol, right? You can't you can't add CBD to an alcoholic right. beverage, but you can do it in seltzer. And I don't know. I'm yeah. sure there's probably very expensive licensing and right all <laughs> a lot kinds of forms of to fill out yeah, and hoops you have to jump through. I'm so done with those. So we'll see. Maybe not. But we'll see. I you know what we will do? We will do cold brew coffee. Well, we're not ready to talk about coffee no, yet. That's Tony. fine. I'm I'm <laughs> steering the ship. You you don't do the transitions. Fair enough. Uh, but right now we're gonna take a real quick sponsor break, uh, and we'll get back. We're still not gonna talk about coffee yet. Uncapped is brought to you by one of Frederick's original Maryland craft beer destinations, located off of Urbana Pike, featuring a warm, inviting atmosphere and knowledgeable staff serving up fresh locally sourced culinary creations, and unique craft beers on tap. Open seven days a week, our friends at Roast House Pub invite you to enjoy a casual lunch, happy hour specials, delicious dinners, and specialty desserts. Follow them on social media to keep up to date on their monthly beer dinners, mom's spaghetti dinner battles, and what beer is being featured for Buck Above Monday. Idiom Brewing Company proudly offers a delicious variety of beers to satisfy the most discerning tastes. Best known for their wide array of IPAs, delicious fruited sours, and robust porters and stouts, Idiom has a simple goal in mind, to bring people from all walks of life together, to enjoy themselves and each other. Whether you're a hophead looking for explosively juicy IPAs, or one of the adventurous few looking to try boozy, sour, or complex flavors, or just looking to enjoy classic styles and seasonal favorites, they'll have a little something for you. Idiom Brewing Company is located in downtown Frederick, just south of the intersection of East Street and East Patrick Street, with ample seating directly on Carroll Creek. Okay, so how you didn't have nearly as many taps at the Rockville location, did you? No, no, we didn't. We had, you know, six, seven taps, you know, six, was one say, nitro that was line. A much smaller. It was. You're going to have to get a whole bunch of those fancy tap handles made. Oh, jeez. They're not going to fit under the bar now. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Well, we well, we, and we designed the, the tap room and the tap wall and everything with AC Beverage to fit just the standard, whatever, two and a half, three inch black tap handles because oh, it just looks okay. well with everything yeah, else. Yeah. yeah. So that was an intentional design choice. Um, our kind of cool laser cut metal tap handles, we still have them. So whenever we send stuff off to accounts, we'll, yeah. we'll go ahead and throw that in there. So those yeah. will be on Facebook Marketplace soon. <laughs> If not already, <laughs> I'm missing one, so it's got to be somewhere. I'm gonna find that. I love those. They were <laughs> cool. They were cool. I, you know, they're very. I think. I think the old tap handles really did kind of match the charm of the old place. They're you know, yeah, nice m- rustic m- cut. Yeah, just, you know, much more industrial feeling. Yeah, at the other place. Yeah, this is a little more chic than that. This uh, this is uh, it screams hipster. 
Jeez. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. <laughs> I mean, okay. I think that's one of the biggest things is driven craft beer. Uh, yeah. I mean, you come walking out looking all hipster oh, slash homeless. I need a haircut. <laughs> so that's the next question. Have you considered getting a haircut? You know what? It's I safe have. to go to I, a barber now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah, I have. Um, it's just too hot. But I'm also at that point. I'm just too lazy to go do it. <laughs> Forget it. Let's just you throw it should up. hold some sort of fundraiser oh. and cap it off with shaving your head. Like you don't have to go yeah. bald, but like a buzz right. cut, just like they did over at Max's with uh, yeah, 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 the sheer the beard. Yeah, like you just do sheer the mane. There you there you go. There's an idea, and I have. Well, maybe I can convince Liam. He's my other bartender with hella long hair. Maybe he can do it too. Yeah. I doubt he will, but that's okay. It's worth a shot. I'll come <laughs> down. I'll I'll get some nice uh, clippers. Sheep shears? Yeah. Yeah. I'll just get to, <laughs> that's I'll what you're going to need. That's I'll what you're going to uh, need. I'll call up Tom Bars, borrow some of his <laughs> his shears. <laughs> there you go. And I'll come down and we'll, we'll hold a charity event oh, and shave we'll do your a head. collab. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, have we covered, covered everything beer related with the new location? I think so. I mean, it's just. Yeah, I mean, the new location. Someday people will be allowed to sit outside. Someday people will be allowed to sit outside. Um, got all kinds of bike parking. We do. Nice I mean, I guess that's very hipster. We got yeah. all we got bike mean, parking you, outside. I'm just I saying, they're, they're, you check a lot of the hipster brewery boxes gotta here. Got to lean into it, man. Got to <laughs> lean into it. <laughs> But um, I think everything beer. Clean you know, white tiled backdrop for the brewer. That's the beer, true. The Wait, so hey, do you remember um for our fourth anniversary how we had a raffle for those like really cool sneakers that the guy custom painted? Do you remember that? Vaguely. Vaguely. So the guy, his, so his name is Des. What was on the? It was, was our it, it fourth was your anniversary. Logo, right? Yeah, it was like the fourth anniversary logo with some art and like it was all spray painted. This guy does like custom shoes. Yeah. Um, he's gonna come out and do a mural for us inside the new space. So. In our old spot, we had, you know, the four ingredients of beer. It was a nice meal yeah. my uncle did and all that. It, the new facility is going to have um, a custom mural from Des. So it'll still capture the four ingredients of beer, but it'll be in a cool little murally graffiti art style on that giant wall. That'll um, look good. Yeah, I think that'll and be cool. And also hipster. And also, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but uh, everything beer, you know, we're also... The new spot is giving us opportunities to do like I never. Th- I mean, I've told you as much. I hate trivia, but People like we're gonna do it. it. Like we're doing trivia. So like this week we start trivia every Tuesday, um, along with our partnered with our, a taco truck locally. So we're always doing Taco Tuesdays with the same guys with Trivia Night. We have cool pop up on every Wednesday. You promised me tacos for one recording a podcast. By the way, have you know you? I can I can get Uber Eats <laughs> over here, man. I can get you some Taco Bell if you really want them right now. I don't want Taco Bell. <laughs> I want like actual. You know, East Tapalapa is right down the street. We could figure something out. Um, and then oh, so and then Aztec brunch on Sundays. Yay! So I know just plug What's in. What's Aztec brunch? So the guys who so do our Taco Tuesdays, they they put together a special menu just for us on Sundays. So when we do our brewery tours, okay. um, we have like a cool brunch menu. It, partly because here in Old Town Gaithersburg, there's like a big brunch spot right down the street. So we're like, hey, like let's make it a brunch thing. So that's a new thing for us. We're open on Sundays now, and then we have a like a brunch thing. Is brunch a hipster thing, or is that a millennial <laughs> thing? I think that's, that's a, more... That's more millennial. Hipster millennial, or just any millennial? I don't know. I don't I'm old know. and out of touch, so... I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't wish I could tell you. I don't know. It's not technically brunch, though, because we open at noon. So, Yeah, it's solidly lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a brunch menu, so it works. And we have the white wine on tap. We eventually we might 
you know what? Forget it. I'm just sticking myself a hole here, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's brewery side, man. It's exciting. We're we're really pumped for this space. Like I was saying, our staff is really excited. Um, they've been itching to get back in here, and we opened on Friday, and it's good to see some familiar faces. We've seen some new people come through, you know, meeting some of our neighbors and, and things like that. So we're we're pumped and excited for the new for the new spot. What's the first beer you're gonna brew here? So we actually have the first three beers uh, planned. They're all called New Bloom. Um, essentially, it's the same smash recipe, and we're going to brew it three times so we have a chance to figure out the, the nuance of our brew house. So if we make a minor adjustment here or there, we have three times to kind of get it all dialed in and know exactly what's going on with the brew house. So what we'll do is we're doing it three brews. Um, each one is going to get treated differently uh, in fermentation. We're doing a Saison, a Pale Lager, and, and a Pale Ale. Um, so Golden Promise, Malt with a mosaic hops are um are you gonna stick with 12 ounce cans we are for now for sure um mostly just out of necessity when we first put in to get our canning line made they gave us one of two options and we thought we were going to be going you know whole hog on the whole distro thing with our 12 ounce cans we we purchased the line i kid you not three or four months before COVID hit so we thought that was the way to go and we still feel pretty good about it. People like having the 12 ounce option. You know, we you know we mix mix six packs and everything like that. You can buy singles if you want and all that. And then just for from our point of view, having beers that you have with regularity and 12 ounce can makes a lot more sense than having something with regularity and a 16 ounce can. Um, you know, shopping you see the same 16 ounce can on the shelf. You it may be a brand new you know four pack, but it it looks old. You know, whereas if you see a six pack of the same beer time and time again. In your mind, you're thinking, oh, it's just that's just like the regular thing that comes in rotation, right? So we'll do 16 ounce eventually, but for right now, it's just, just 12s. Yeah. Are you going to need to upgrade to a larger canning solution, or are you going to be able to keep up with what you have now? I think because of the team we have in place, uh, the canning line that we have, so it's a Gosling unit from Wild Goose, uh, we really haven't maximized our output on that yet and just even the number of canning days. So our team is ready to really jump on that once we finally get the, the wheels turning here, and we'll be putting out a lot more volume in cans, and I think our, our canning line should be able to keep up with us. Theoretically, too, though, you'll be selling a lot more over the bar Yeah. here between, one, there being no restrictions right now that you've had to operate under for the last two years, but right. also like, it's just a larger facility yeah just everything about this place i think is gonna is talking about just more volume you know the, the amount of beer we're putting out you know bigger volume higher capacity just the venue itself i think lends itself to just having more people here and it's and it's a nicer place and as much as i hate to admit it like the, the things that we couldn't do well in rockville we're, we can finally do well here right um, such we'll, as such as well just we, we can't capture the crowd that just wants like a nicer place to hang out as okay. much as I, as much as i like to think people just go to a place because they enjoy the beer it's good beer you know there's there's good beer to be have around so you want to have a place that also then feels good and yeah. <laughs> it, it looks it doesn't look kind of you know older and run down and in the beginning that worked for us but you know times have changed so you know thanks covid people want to feel a little bit like they're in a nicer facility yeah. you know even though we took you took good care of rockville it just wasn't really the place for us to continue to grow and especially in terms of just the, the amount of people we we want to see coming through our door yeah the the um rows of wrecked cars kind of <laughs> set the set <laughs> yeah. the vibe as you pull yep. in with the, yep. from the collision center that was right that around was the all yeah man that was <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, we're going to have fun. Well, people are asking me when we finally shut down on April 16th, like, are you going to miss Rockville? I'm like, no. Like, like are you <laughs> sure? I'm like, I mean, I, to a certain point, yeah, like, that's where we got our start. Like, that's, we've, we've had a lot of growing pains in Rockville and we learned a lot, but I was so over just, just being right there. Not because of like the community or the people around us, but it's just, you know, we outgrew that place well before we moved out. And so it was time for us to get a fresh start. And so here we are and it's, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Was, um, was the brew house the only thing here equipment wise that that you took over or is so, there so other equipment that you were able to purchase? so we also purchased a, a glycol chiller off of them it's smaller than the one that we had so we but we have it right now we might eventually upgrade and install the second chiller in line with our current one so we just have um more capacity on the on the cooling side we purchased a boiler off them there's a lot of uh, cellar accessories like extra hoses, clamps, things like that, gaskets, all the all the little things that I'm sure in about a month I'll be like, man, like I wish I oh, there's more. Yeah, I have yeah, that. I have that. Yeah, um, you know, just a couple nuanced little little things in the cellar. You know, we have an extra heat exchanger, so it means we have extra gaskets. If ours gets all clogged up or whatever, we can we can take care of that. So it was a it was a mixed bag of a lot of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably like stuff you wouldn't necessarily just go out and buy. Right, all at one time like that, but like you but said, it it's there. going to be very uh, advantageous to have at some point. Oh yeah, like the number of the, the well, even like brewery hose. Brewery hose is expensive, but now yeah. we have we have a whole. I mean, probably an extra twenty feet of brewery hose that I wouldn't have had otherwise. It's like okay, great, and it looks good. You know, the ends look good. It doesn't look like it's all crimped or anything like that. So it's good to go. How much? Uh, how much space do you have here? So it's it's, it's really funny. Uh, Rockville was about three thousand square feet. Uh, we are sitting at about 2,800 square feet here. You wouldn't know it, though. When That's you where walk, it feel. Yeah. And I guess it was just the way that space was cut up. Yeah. It just seems smaller. We It is. This space is just, it's put together and laid out a lot more efficiently. And it doesn't feel cramped, right? So yeah. when you walk in, the, I think the tap room side is, is bigger than our old tap room. But if you remember in Rockville to get like to the bathrooms, you had to go back through storage yeah. and production. Like here, everything is like hospitality is on the hospitality side everything production is on the backside so it's set much it's set up in a lot better and more efficient way and so even though it's technically a little bit smaller um it functions as a much bigger space and then it's also like twice the ceiling height so that helps yeah 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 i thought it was bigger i mean like when you walk in and look it looks bigger it looks bigger (laughs) it feels bigger it works like a bigger space um yeah all right, we'll take another quick sponsor break, um, and when we get back, I'll finally let you talk about coffee. <laughs> so we will be right back. I buy my beer at District East in downtown Frederick, Maryland. They have an amazing selection of local and hard-to-find beers, and I love the option of making my own mix-and-match custom six-pack. District East is on Northeast Street in Frederick, in the same shopping center as Showroom Restaurant and Rockwell Brewery. Most weeks, they have over 950 beers in stock. Check out this week's selection at www.districteastbeer.com. Are you planning on having custom glassware made for your business? Glassware availability for 2022 has already reached capacity, and it looks like costs will predictably rise this year. Don't worry. ACS Brand My Beverage has you covered with over 6 million units of the most popular glass styles exclusively in their inventory to meet your branded glassware needs right now. Lock in today's lower prices and take immediate delivery, or ACS will store your product for you until you're ready. Email sales at brandmybeverage.com or visit brandmybeverage.com to reserve your glassware. 
McClintock Distilling is Maryland's first and only certified organic distillery, handcrafting gins, whiskeys, vodkas, and cordials from non-GMO organic ingredients in downtown Frederick. Named the best vodka distillery in the country by USA Today, best gin in the world at the International Spirits Competition, and double gold at the World Spirits Competition for bourbon, rye, and gin. Open now for tours, tastings, and classes. Come sample the most awarded distillery in Frederick today. All right, so uh, because running one business isn't enough, uh, <laughs> tell us about your new venture. Yeah, so when we first signed a lease for this new building, we had a tenant next door to us with a shared like hallway space and, and bathroom. And I told the landlord that if you know space ever became available in this building, we wanted to, to take a look at it first. And fortunately, within not even like a month or two after we, we signed our lease, we had the office space next to us and then the office space above that all became vacant. And so we snatched it up, figured we'd be using it just for you know staff meeting space. So technically my office and my taproom manager's office is upstairs. We have a conference room up there for our staff um, for training purposes. You know, if we had to get alcohol serving awareness, recertified, things like that. Um, but then the downstairs office is it just, we thought we would be using it for just additional taproom seating but it doesn't really function that way. It's, it's really separated from the rest of the facility. There's a hallway and then a bathroom and a stairwell. So we try to figure out how we can best use that space and not ha- just have it be storage. Um, like how can we make that space like generate revenue, right? Yeah. Um, and so we decided that we were gonna go, ha- go ahead and open up a small boutique coffee roasting facility. Um, it's really small square footage, but we how found- How hipster of you. <laughs> you, did, you were waiting for it, weren't you? Um, it's really small square footage for the space itself, but we found a manufacturer in Colorado that makes an all-electric coffee roasting machine. So there's no gas lines that we need to, you know, we need to, don't need to bring any gas over. It's all electric. There's no HVAC for all the chaff from actually roasting the coffee. It's all contained in this one thing, which looks like a big refrigerator, essentially. Um, and then you, you can start roasting from day one, so you don't have to dial anything in. Um, it, it's all electric. So you, you say, hey, like we're doing this origin, we're doing a dark roast. And if you set your roast profile curve, you, you designate what points you want during that curve process, uh, it'll automatically do it. All the variables like air intake, you know, heat in the chamber, the rotation of the spin, all that stuff, the machine does it for you. So I can be brewing beer and I'll say, hey, like it's been 15 minutes. Let me go pop in seven pounds of green coffee, push two buttons, let it do its thing, come back 20 minutes later and it's all roasted. Like I don't have to do anything. So we're going to start. Um, actually, we, we launched the brand, so Hallowed Grounds Coffee Company. We've been having our coffee roasted at our manufacturer's facility while they put together our machine. So we're kind of like thir- thir- third or fourth in the queue. Um, so we hope to have it here this July. But for right now, they're roasting coffee for us. We have five different origins that were, sorry, four origins, um, one blend, everything from light to, to decaf, you know, light, medium, dark decaf. And we're selling it. Uh, it will be online now that we're open again we'll be selling it online for pickup at the brewery but the plan is to have the coffee shop up and running this summer so people can come in for a cup of coffee you know 7 to 10 a.m we shut down for a couple hours and then the tap room uh, and brewery open up later that afternoon will the um coffee be all contained within that area where the roast roasting is going to be done or will the coffee also be done at the brewery bar so we will only so we will carry whole bean roasted coffee at both locations. So you can come in in the morning and pick it up at the coffee shop. 
Or, you know, if you happen to be at the brewery in the tap room and you say, hey, look, there's cool looking whole bean coffee. You know, it, it's all our it's all our brand or it's all our company. So we'll sell we'll sell our own coffee at the bar as well, which is why I was saying we might just put cold brew on tap. Right. Because um, yeah. that's one thing we could do really easily without having to worry about it. I I think they still do it. Um, I'm almost positive they still do. But at one time, Attaboy definitely had. Okay. cold brew coffee yeah. on tap we, i we think on their nitro line well that's what we did when we first opened we first opened we only had three beers on tap and then <laughs> we had italian sodas and uh, nitro cold brew on tap is that still super popular the or sodas that w- no no the nitro oh cold brew you know, I, I don't know i haven't seen people like really pushing for uh, yeah, it it's not i think cold brew is still popular but i don't know about yeah. anything like nitro yeah, I don't know. I don't see it advertised a ton anymore. Yeah. Um, so I think I also know. a lot of, like, retail coffee shops aren't, well, I guess because of COVID, they just weren't, I don't know, they just weren't having as much, you know, people coming in to buy cups of coffee to go. People were drinking from home, right? Yeah. Yeah, people were working from home and stuff like that, so. Nitro, nitro cold brew is also super disappointing <laughs> to get it to go. Oh, I bet. Like, <laughs> well, it, yeah, like you it can't just, see it. You're yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Oh, and it's like a like by the time like especially if someone's picking it up for you. Right. Like by the time it gets to you, <laughs> then it's just cold. It's all brew. cold and it's flat. Not, yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like you, you kind of need to be sitting there and drink it as soon as yeah. you get it. At that point, you may as well just yeah, just make cold brew. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So that's what we're doing, man. It's exciting. It you know if you come to see the space, it's cool because we we kind of want to brand this whole building as our new Saints Row Craft Collective. Um, I realized after the fact that it sounds a lot like where I used to be working, you know, the whole collective and all that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I was like, I felt so inspired. I was like, oh, duh, no wonder. Right. (laughs) Um, but yeah, we want to, we want to be able to offer, obviously. Is that why you make a red IPA? That's exactly why I make a red IPA. (laughs) Cause you know, my hair is luscious and red, (laughs) but, um, you know, like being able to have both our brands in one place. I'm disappointed in myself for not making a ginger joke yet. Maybe Go that's ahead. what you're, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what I, th- eh, never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like we want to be able to have both of our brands in here. And like, especially because if, if you're from Montgomery County and you see what's going on in, in Gaithersburg and Old Town, especially, there is like a lot of development going on here. We have new restaurants coming in, taking place of places that have been shut down for a while. Um, and we thought maybe it would be cool for us to kind of be a part of that whole experience of seeing Old Town Gaithersburg and Montgomery County, seeing that northern transition of development and stuff like that so yeah uh, so are you gonna do like full barista stuff like serving lattes and that everything or yeah that will be the plan um obviously that will take place after we get the roasting up and running so that's that was weird i don't know what that is but it's obnoxiously loud i was <laughs> just and i was just about to say like how much i'm enjoying sitting out <laughs> on this beautiful day recording and then someone decides to be obnoxious oh wow <laughs> but uh yeah eventually we'll have the, the full-on coffee shop experience okay so you can come in you can get a latte a cappuccino i don't know if we'll do the art you know the, the cool artful pours and whatnot um but we have staff who was interested in, in starting to work coffee side as well. Cool. And then having the coffee side be op, like off hours from where the brewery side is. And because of the way the building is laid out, we can literally shut the brewery down from access to the coffee side. Like we can we can have people under 18 working in the coffee shop, which is one thing that we've we've entertained the idea of because we're right down the street. From so you're really into child labor? 
<laughs> no, it's called it's called work learning, right? But um, you know, people who want to learn hospitality side, we've talked with uh, Montgomery College about developing some sort of work training program, not even just coffee side, but also like then then brewery side for hospitality students and things like that. So yeah, it's gonna be cool. I'm excited. This this new spot is gonna give us a, a lot of opportunity. I think it's a lot a lot of potential too. So I um I love coffee. I actually I. I think I would have a harder time giving up coffee than I would to give up beer. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just that much. Well, yeah, I guess the caffeine is, I means caffeine. I, I got that. I drink so much that the caffeine does barely anything oh, for really? me anymore. Yeah. Do you prefer it hot or cold? Cold. Okay. You like cold? Gotcha. Yeah. Cold espresso. Cold espresso. That's cool. I actually haven't. I actually. <laughs> uh, I just started drinking coffee about three months ago. It's, it, it took me long enough. <laughs> That's a. Uh, that's kind of weird. It it yeah well you know you just start drinking beer too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I had to, you know I've always loved the smell of coffee and it just took me a while to get around. There to are just, few yeah. things that smell as good as freshly brewed coffee. I I agree completely. Or even roast like the, actually the roasting process smells amazing too. It's it's good. So I've come around on it. I think it was just it just took me. Well, I used to get the jitters when I first would drink coffee, but it's been oh. slow like slowly getting getting over that and now it's just like okay cool just I do drink like, like six shots of espresso a day and that goes away quickly <laughs> there you go oh, so there we go i'll have to try that that's the secret just yeah. drink way too much just that that yeah maybe i have googled before like how much coffee is bad for you how close do you get uh nowhere you have to drink a lot for it to be <laughs> okay like so seven can... shots would be bad but six is okay no I've, <laughs> i i'm better now because i used to do like eight a day wow because I had my espresso machine in my office. That's risky. And I would just keep... And it's, like, <laughs> fully automated, so you all I'd have to do is hit a button. Oh, and it, like, it grinds it, yeah, like, that's automatically. Like our new co- that's like our new roasting machine. Yeah, it's fully automated. So, so, so if anyone doubted my ability to roast coffee, like, it... Don't. It, don't. Was, no. Because <laughs> it's all in one. It's, it's literally... And I feel, I feel terrible. People are like, oh, that's so cool. You're opening up a coffee shop and, like, a roastery. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like... That's no, so I bought cool. a machine. <laughs> I bought a machine that does it for me, <laughs> and it's kind of like an all-in-one. So like, there's it, it's it's foolproof. You know what I mean? But I to that have end, faith in you for messing it up. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would. You know what? I'll send you home with some coffee because we have some. Nice. There you go. Is it dark roast? Because I need dark roast. I believe I have it. Dar- I have a dark the, and a medium you know, like, in house. It's so um, it's it is kind of a like a can't think of the right word but it sucks that dark roast tastes so good but you get it has such less caffeine yeah yeah i yeah so i have my friends one of my friends he's like i only drink light roast because he wants the more caffeine but he enjoys the flavor of dark better you know yeah you need like a blend i guess yeah we have medium so yeah it doesn't taste not as quite good. not quite oh, i mean it bummer. tastes good but it's not right. as good but you do maybe then i would start to feel it again. i guess <laughs> i have have you ever had death wish coffee i've not there there's it's supposed to be the strongest coffee in the world and the last time i got some of that that was the first time in a while like i had like the, the really? hyped up like oh, caffeine high is it because like because of the process or is it, is I, it I think it's a combination of the beans and the uh, process okay. that it retains retains the caffeine and gotcha. it's like their their uh plants grown to maximize caffeine. I, oh, jeez. I don't know. I read it a lot. People time who ago, care so. a lot more about coffee than 
Coffee yeah. is one of those things that you can get into just as much as beer. I'd, like I'd there's believe, yeah. maybe even more. There's a whole like people who get into coffee are into coffee because <laughs> there's so many. I guess because so much of the process you're doing yourself, right? Like you're buying the ma- raw material and then yeah, do it's like home like yeah, well, it but, is home brewing. You're brewing right, but. Like the, I feel like coffee people and home brewers have a lot in common. Probably, I think so. Um, but like, especially if when you get into espresso, because every variable can change the output a lot. Like right. the grind, the type of grinder, the um, how much pressure you use, the temperature, like all those things. Man, we have to figure that all out. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. well, we have. I have a. I have a consultant who works in the industry. That's that's why I bought a machine that you just push a button (laughs) and it just makes it. Like it tastes good enough. (laughs) We'll have to get something like. Yeah, we're gonna have. We're gonna have all sorts of cool drinks. Because a friend of mine um, was one of those people who got super into coffee and bought like a three thousand dollar espresso machine, where it had like a big touch screen where you can like just tweak every little variable of how it's made oh man and i was like that sounds like hell i was like, like you I would never be want... happy you'd be yeah. like okay like i need to make this one minor adjustment is that is that good enough and then you taste yeah, it seriously again. if it, if i would be paralyzed yeah. trying to use something like that because i would constantly be tweaking things right. and trying to make it perfect so <laughs> thankfully mine has a couple little knobs but mainly i just push a push button, button. <laughs> push go <laughs> Gets the job done, man. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what we like about the machine. What we're getting. It but like he he easier. started telling me about like the message boards and stuff he was oh, on man. for coffee making and like all the stuff he was learning. I was like, all right, I like coffee, but that right. is way too <laughs> overboard. You're not obsessed. Yeah. No, it's cool. I and we're, it's gonna be cool. I mean, it's obviously gonna be a learning experience for us too, and that's why I, th- I think we're starting out with just the roasted coffee, and then. Once we kind of get our feet under us and we, we get the, you know, the bags, right. And we're at actually, it's actually at farmer's markets right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> so our, our coffee is at farmer's markets now. Um, and once we get a good feel for how that's moving, then we'll open up the coffee shop. Cause uh, you know, it's, there's no reason not to, I think coffee and yeah. beer, especially they, they work well together. And I think the same people who would want to be enjoying, you know, a cup of coffee in the morning on the way to work would probably be happy to stop by for, for a pint on the way home, yeah. you know? So. Uh, what, uh, how many other businesses are in this building? So, so there's just one, one other, yeah, just one okay. other business. Um, so you just need to sabotage them, right? And you can take over exactly. all Exactly. <laughs> and then we can have a whole full blown out experience here. Get a restaurant on site, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, I, you know, like I said, my, my lease says that I get first dibs on any space that opens up in the building. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. Yeah. Just one other person uh, in this building, the parking here. I mean, as you were mentioning, um, does work out a lot better than, than our old spot. You know, there's no broken down cars everywhere, yeah. right? Um, there's construction going on kind of just across the street. But that's going to be like a new 100-car like lot. Okay. Once that's all done, we have a parking garage right behind us. So like parking here is not an issue. We're right off 355. So Is that a free lot across there? Will that be a free lot? That's a free lot. Okay. Now, there nice. will be some, some spots that are blocked off for like government building over yeah. there. But the rest of it is a free lot. The garage is a free lot. Oh, nice. You know, our lot's a free lot. So... Um, yeah, the parking here is going to be great. Like it's a lot more accessible than our old spot was. We're immediately surrounded by condos and more residential space. So it's just, it's just a better location for us. Uh, parking when going places to causes me, um, 
a ridiculous amount of undue anxiety. Like that's it, why like I hate I, going to DC. Yeah, I just like I just I dread having to go. Down. I mean, I have family that lives down there, but anytime we we plan on going down, they they know to get their car out of their freaking parking spot because <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep circling the block looking. Yeah, I I feel the same way. It sucks. Yeah, like it, there, I I will obsess over it an unnatural amount. Yeah. Don't they have apps now where you can kind of like reserve a parking space in like a city if you're going to visit like like an hour ahead of time? Isn't that wasn't that an uh, app? Possibly. I mean, it sounds like something there would be an app for. Right. I don't know how they reserve the spot for you, but apparently there was an app for something like that. Um, how'd you find getting down here? I was easy. Yeah, you so were early. I was so. early. <laughs> I I didn't realize that traffic was completely over by nine o'clock. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Like yeah, there was everyone's already at work, right? Yeah, there yeah. wasn't. There wasn't. Uh, I like I allotted an hour to get down here. Took you 20, yeah, 20 minutes. Yeah, like twenty five. I think it was like literally twenty five minutes. That's nuts. Well, don't leave. Don't leave like after four. Otherwise, it'll take you like an hour and a half. Oh uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I commuted to. Gaithersburg every day for a couple of years off of Shady oh. Grove Road. Oh damn! Okay. And if it's like if you think three thirty is like the cutoff, Ugh. as long as you hit the road before three thirty in the afternoon, head north, you're fine. After that, you're just gonna be sitting, oh, right. swearing. Uh, you know that makes sense because when we used to go up to Roast House on the Wednesdays, Lacey and I'd be like, "Hey, it's like I have to get home. It's like it's like three forty. We need to leave now if we want to get there in time and get a yeah. table." You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I mean, like, Fridays would sometimes be a two-hour commute home. Jeez, man. Yeah, it's miserable. Yeah, my father-in-law used to commute from Smithsburg down to wherever the Discovery Building was, I think. And so. Silver Spring? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. that's just horrendous. To <laughs> <laughs> he obviously didn't do it very long. Yeah. But, yeah. This has got to be riveting listening. Um, <laughs> so, all right, so... Step one, you opened. Yes. Uh, f- officially surprise opening on Friday. Right on. Um, when do you anticipate to be able to start brewing here? So we have an inspection for our boiler, which is probably the, it's kind of the last component if we can finally start brewing. The inspection for the boiler is scheduled for, I think, the end of this week. I have to go back and check the calendar. Once everything looks good, we get it all closed up. We test it. We pressurize it. We get a second inspection to follow up and get it registered with the state. So we're looking to start brewing next week. Um, so our first beers will be our first brewed on-site beers will probably be hitting here in about monthly. three weeks, three weeks. Um, month, yeah. And then roasting coffee sometime in July. Yeah, we're roasting coffee on prem sometime in July. Like I said, we currently have stuff which is it's essentially it's contract roasting yeah. for me, um, which is more or less what you're doing here too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> essentially, um, contracted with a machine. Right. Uh, <laughs> but we have that in, we have that in stock, so it'll be on our online store. So if you want to place an order, and that's the one thing, like our online shop. Once people started going back to places, like our online sales went, like people were just no yeah. longer like wanting to order online. Like you just go to the place. But yeah. we'll have an online shop for our coffee, which you could pick up at the brewery. Are you gonna do like a subscription or anything like that? That seems to be popular now. Yeah, we're looking at adding a subscription option. Coffee club. So. Yep, it'll be um, customized, so you can do either a light, medium, or dark roast subscription. It'll be for a year, and I think we'll start that. We might start it in July when we finally have the shop up and running, or we'll do it in September when our anniversary is. So it'll just go September to September or something like that. How many uh, different roasts and blends and stuff do you plan on offering, or is it just well, whatever so you're feeling? For right now, we have uh, four origins and a blend that we're offering. 
Um, and the, the the plan is for the coffee subscription that you will get your choice of, like I said, light, medium, or dark. We'll include, um, for that month, we'll do a special one-off roast just for subscribers for that month. Okay. But it'll fit the your preferred roast profile and things like that. And then are you going to build out the coffee bar ahead of time or will that be after the roasting starts? So we'll have the co- the coffee shop will be set up as if we were going to start retail okay. right away. So that'll be like as soon as you right. get the roast roastery in place. Yeah. Then and then it's just a matter of getting the health inspection. Yeah. So we, we want to make sure we can start roasting before we worry about bringing the health department for just actually serving coffee to go. Uh, you know, cups of coffee to go as opposed to beans and whatnot. But it'll all be built out uh, this summer, and it'll it'll. I mean, the aesthetic's going to match pretty closely to the tap room, uh, and and the breweries because we want it to be pretty cohesive yeah. together and all that. What what year anniversary is it this year? This year we'll be celebrating five years. So end of September, five years of brewing in Montgomery County. Are you gonna have a big party? We are planning on. I mean, this lot is a lot better suited for it. We already booked the axe throwing cage, so uh-huh. we're having axe throwing. We're gonna have live music. I've always wondered food. why people thought that was a good idea to mix with alcohol, but I don't it's know. definitely a people, thing. Well, it's like why do people do trivia at breweries? People love it. Yeah, people love it. I don't get it. People love it. Um, but yeah, we'll have axe throwing. We'll have live music. We'll have music. Sorry, food trucks. Um, and then we'll we'll try to do some special like anniversary beer like we've done in the past. I have no idea what it's going to be, but we'll do something. Yeah. Nice. Yep. All right, I have some random um non-beer related questions to ask you. Mhm. Do you wash apples before eating them? Uh of course. Okay. Well, or are you just like rub no, it off on your shirt? Off. I rinse them off. Okay. That's yeah. better than a lot of people. <laughs> Best fast food french fries. Defend your answer. Oh, crap. Uh, onion rings. All right, that would I mean that's really not a French fry, but okay. I mean, I do. I love onion rings. <laughs> okay, too, I so say. I'll allow it. There you go. What would the title of your biography be? Oh crap! It's a good name. Oh crap! Yeah. Oh crap! Here <laughs> comes the ginger. <laughs> uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? My biggest pet peeve. Really, um. People not putting their shopping carts back. I almost, I almost got into a fight at a Costco really? over that once. Yeah, <laughs> so annoying. Somebody like left. So someone and they left it like in the parking space at a very yeah. busy shop. Like I'm I'm not sure if you guys have a, like, familiar with Costco. You can't screw yeah, around at Costco. Like and those shopping carts are huge. That's like, where that's oh. where my altercation took place. It was a guy in a Lexus. Uh, first, <laughs> he was parked taking up three spots. Jeez. Um. He had just got done letting his dog go to the bathroom and didn't clean up after it. What a class act. So, but then that also meant that he left his dog in the car when it was fairly warm while he was inside shopping. And then he left his cart in the park, like the half a parking spot that he was taking up the third one. How in the world did you see all of this happening? Because I was, it was like while I was unloading my cart, oh, okay. and it, like the dog part was happening as I was walking up. Oh, okay. I unloaded my cart when he was getting back into, like, starting to get back into his car. Okay, it just but, made, it seemed it seemed like you were there, like watching him for a while. No, but, okay, no, okay. no gotcha. it was like it was perfect timing to witness all of his atrocities. Oh. So his window was left partially down right 
and I walked, grabbed the cart, walked past. I was like, don't worry, I'll get this for you, a-hole. <laughs> and he's like, what'd you say? I was like, I'm pretty sure you heard me, but don't worry, I'll get this for you, ass. <laughs> and he then asked me if I had nothing better to do than to um, monitor people's shopping carts or something. And Just get on with your day, man. That's, just, so that's, that's, that's really I had annoying. some more choice words for him. Then he wa- he thought I worked there, <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, he asked to speak to my manager, um, <laughs> and I told him that his name was uh, John, and he was inside, <laughs> and then I left. There you go. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that, that really drives me nuts. If people, yeah, that well, and you know what I feel bad because you asked me what my biggest pet peeve is, and I feel like there's a lot of things I want to say, no, but, but then I don't really want to I don't want to come across as like that guy. But then I also have a lot of stuff that just bothers me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, we'll, we'll save him for maybe we'll just do an episode of everything that go. bothers you. Well, it's like, like, man, yeah. Tony is a really the old night of one star reviews. We'll just be yeah. like the night of Tony. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> Who would win in a battle between a ninja and a pirate? Oh, ninja, hands down. No, it's a pirate. Uh, no, no, no. Lacey and I have this argument is, all the time. So Lacey thinks it's a pirate. La- Lacey's all about the pirates, and I say no, 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 no. It's all about the ninja. I always thought that she was the smarter one of the <laughs> two of you. <laughs> And here's proof. Uh. So I'm guessing <laughs> all of Saints Row's success is 100% because of her. I, yeah, that would probably be true. Yeah. Is Batman a ninja? Batman is a ninja. What is the scariest movie you've ever watched? The scariest movie? In high school, I think it was probably The, the Grudge. Is that one that came out? Yeah. That sounds like one. I don't do scary movies. I watched that one. Because they scare you too much? That you know, it's just it's just so weird and morbid and just all that. I'm just you know, I mean, I get some people are like, I mean, people I, I enjoy like the thrill of a scare. Yeah. But I'm not gonna subject myself to sitting there through it. Flats or drumsticks? Flats. That's the correct answer. Pizza or tacos? Tacos. That's a tough one. Um, you can have pizza tacos. Yeah. Then you have the best of both. Or taco worlds. pizza. What's scarier, aliens or clowns? Hmm. Well, clowns probably just because there's more of them around. <laughs> Name a famous person you would love to meet. A famous person I would love to meet. Jaco Pastores. Uh, uh, yeah, he's renowned. <laughs> Who is that? Jaco Pastore. I, I was you know, I was a bass player in high school. Jaco Pastores, bass player for uh Weather Report. Uh, he's just also late 1980s weather reports like what fusion. I look at in the morning <laughs> to see if <laughs> he's a 1980s uh, bassist, you know, jazz fusion funk. I said famous person. Yeah. Oh, touche. <laughs> I was going to say Chris, but that doesn't really count. I, 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 that's a very, that's a very weird off the wall pick for me to choose. No, everyone's gonna be like, who the hell is that? Yeah. And everyone's but, thinking like he clearly asked for a famous person. Right. Yeah. What See, do you that's, w- that just shows how how disconnected I am because in yeah. my mind Jocko is like the yeah. the the person. Yeah. Well, I mean, like that's like, that is the thing with fame. Like there right. are there are it ju- it's just who does something that you really care about. Yeah, because you're probably famous to somebody. I and maybe, maybe one or two people. Right. I <laughs> doubt it, but it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> Um, what are you watching on TV right now? What are we watching? Shoot. Dude, I don't even... We don't have TV. Uh, I don't watch anything. I get home. I try to pass out. What were we... Oh, man. I feel so stupid. Um, we have a, we have a tendency to go back and rewatch Gilmore Girls. 
You should feel stupid. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't I hate, watch anything except for Gilmore yeah, well, Girls. I, mean, I have a passion my, for no, Gilmore Girls. When, my, when Lacey's watching something and she wants me to to join her, I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'll come watch with you. And so you're yeah. gonna put this on Lacey? Yeah. Well, she she loves the show. I mean, I, I like, she said I like that Luke. you're the one Luke that wants cool. to watch it all. <laughs> Luke is cool. I like Luke. He's a he's a crotchety old man. I like him. There's um there's a newish. Uh, Netflix series called Bullshit that you may like due to your love of trivia. Okay. I'll have I'd, to check it out. Well, it's it's I it, it it's actually enjoyable. Although like there's a couple it it how good the episode is based purely on the personality of the contestant. Oh. There's definitely been a couple of duds. Yeah. Um but it's it's trivia based on like there's one person answering the questions and they then have to convince three other contestants whether or not they chose the right answer. It sounds really complicated. So, no, it's not. You're just slow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so uh, if, they, if, if they answered the question, they automatically just move on to the next tier of winnings. Okay. But if they answer the question wrong, but they're able to convince the other three people that they got the right answer so people okay. come up with elaborate reasons of why they knew their answer was the right one it's like slumdog millionaire he's like let me, can, Never let me explain that. to what <laughs> wasn't that it was like a like a, like a big award-winning movie it was people yeah. loved it yeah, i never I watched it watch i just it. know the premise but i don't even know what it was about <laughs> <laughs> sorry i interrupted you but it sounds like um, a great show i'll go ahead and watch it you should watch it since oh. you love uh trivia yeah well you know what i have been watching it right now and then is anything that jeff goldblum's doing when he's when he's like oh hosting the yeah show. the um what's that called it's like it's jeff something goldblum Disney, something yeah. Um, yeah and it's just fun to i don't know just watching him yeah like instead of like i don't i don't oh, particularly cr- care about tennis shoes but he's talking about tennis shoes yeah. and it's fun to watch yeah, well, yeah dude's yeah. crazy he is like legitimately crazy but i feel like he'd be fun you know what i'm gonna change my answer i'd love to meet with jeff goldblum right <laughs> he'd be a fun guy i feel like he'd be fun to hang yeah. out with and just just hang out with and talk to because it doesn't seem like it could be an act. There's, I, there's so no way. There's so much of him being the way he is yeah. that he. it seems like he has to be that way. Yeah. Like yeah. the cameras aren't turned off and he's throwing stuff at people and swearing right. at them. <laughs> <laughs> it seems he's very much just, well, it's a, you know, there are certain actors who they don't take on movie roles they just are themselves yeah, in the yeah, movie you know like denzel washington or like samuel L. jackson yeah he's uh, just himself. christopher walken yeah. you know jeff goldblum is jeff goldblum yeah. right yeah that, that, that's my answer sorry jocko that's my answer <laughs> <laughs> all right congratulations you chose a famous person yay <laughs> i um there like my list includes people i i feel like would be a 100 percent disappointment like they would want nothing to do with talking oh, to right. you uh, but then, of the three, Kevin Smith is one of them. And I know for sure <laughs> that the experience wouldn't be a letdown. Right. Because I joined his fan club. <laughs> and, like, part of that, you get your, you have access to the, a Discord oh, right, uh-huh. of just fan club members. And there's just story after story of, like, people in that club who have met him. And, like, it was just, like, he just acted like they were best friends. Right. Like, he just. He would recognize you, too. Just make sure you wear the jersey. You know yeah. I mean? He'd be like, hey, you're, you're, that, you're that guy. Yeah, you're one of uh, <laughs> millions of fat guys that dress up like me. But didn't he, didn't he like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like your photo or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Or he retweeted it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Or his, his rep retweeted it or something. No, I think he does all of his own oh? social media. 
Okay. Because cool. he live streams from it and stuff all the time. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. I stand corrected. Well, you're sitting, but yeah. okay. <laughs> What's the worst concert you've ever attended? The worst concert? Oh, Lisa's going to hate this. Uh, Dispatch. She likes this. I mean, it's it's like one of those like jam bands. You okay. Know? Yeah, they were never really like huge anywhere outside of like their fans. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it sounds I think terrible. You'd say that about any band. I, yeah, it sounds terrible. It just I was you know, and it was just the timing. I didn't want to go to D.C. to go see a show, and so we went to D.C. and it's this show, and I didn't know the band, and I'm expected to be like standing and singing. I was like, I don't know any of these songs. Have you ever have you ever watched my next guest on Netflix? No, is, the, that, is that with Letterman? Yeah, it's yeah, Letterman no, I've not thing. watched it. We watched uh, two episodes of that last night. One was with Billie Eilish. It was oh, okay. ridiculously interesting. Like oh. I, like she's fascinating. Is, um, is, it, is this on one of the streaming services? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Said that. you said that. Yeah, you did. Yes, Pay attention. Did. Keep up. <laughs> Maybe you need some of that coffee. Maybe, man. <laughs> Um, and then the next episode, they had a blurb about how it was recorded before the 2022 Os- or Academy Awards. I'm like, why that? Like, why oh, would we care? And right. It was, it was Will Smith. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that was nuts, man. Yeah, it was. I and it's and then the people's re- like people's reaction after that. I remember talking. Well, yeah, some people I did not expect to react very strongly one way or another reacted in a way I did not expect. Like just people I know. So okay. It was interesting. Yeah. We'll, we won't dive into that. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, is it acceptable to use a gift card on a first date? Uh, no. Yeah. What is the best Starburst flavor? Red. That's the second best, but yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, red. Pink is the best. No. You know what I like whenever you take like two or three of them and you squish them and you make like a sandwich oh, you're, one? You're paying like 4D to chess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You squish them together, man, and, and you make, like, a nice, interesting Starburst Sammy. Hmm. Yeah. And then sometimes if you get them squished, I mean, I played with Starburst way too much. But you can roll it into, like, a cigarette. Like. Yeah. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I loved Starburst, right? And yeah, that was, like, my apparently. favorite candy to get, like, in my in my goodie bags and that stuff. And I, I just got bored and started just, like, squishing down the Starburst, and then you just roll it, and you have, like, a cool little spiral of colors and stuff. Huh. Yeah. Just try it next time. Yeah, I'll stop and get yeah. some Starburst on the way uh, <laughs> way home. Uh, where does everyone go to keep up with everything Saints Row? So Saints Row, all our social media, so Facebook, Instagram, Saints Row Brewing, or you know Twitter. We don't hardly use Twitter. I need I need to get better about social media. But really, what it is is I need to let go of things and let other people do it, which I just haven't yet. So. If you want to stay informed, somebody else will get you squared away on all our social media <laughs> accounts. Um, and we also have a listserv, so if you want to know about new events, we post our schedule for the week once a, once a week. I think those yeah. are called newsletters. I don't think people call them listservs anymore. Right, but you sign up for a listserv to get the... Yeah, right? but I don't think people call okay. it that. I'm just dating myself yeah. now again. <laughs> um, where do people go to order the coffee? So if you go directly to saintsrowbeer.com, we have a link to both our online beer store and our online coffee shop or coffee store. So saintsrowbeer.com or hallowedgroundscc.com. Thank you so much, Tony, for your time today. The Thank new you. location is beautiful. Appreciate I it. can't wait to try some of your fancy new hipster coffee. <laughs> uh, and everyone should definitely come check out the new location. It's awesome. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Cheers. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. 
Be sure to like us on Facebook. And if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh my God, that's good.